In China, podcasting sees a new dawn. The latest from our daily newsletter at podnews.net. Podcasting is growing in China, says CGTN, a Chinese government website. Over 36,000 podcasts have either been downloaded or streamed across China, says the website, a number that seems low to us. Lijou, one of the main podcast platforms in the country, was interviewed in Podland News in January. You'll find a link to that in our show notes and our newsletter at podnews.net. Media streaming software Plex has removed podcasts from its service. A company spokesperson said the podcast feature had, quote, light traction, although it was described by users as a hot mess and part of a trend of adding features that won't be fixed or well-maintained. The terms for Amazon Music for podcasters have been updated. We're linked to all the changes. There don't appear to be any obvious change for us, although clarity that the service doesn't cache your podcast nor inject advertising. There's a new number one show in the Australian podcast ranker. SCA's Hamish and Andy top the chart. For publishers, ARN's iHeart Podcast Network Australia is still number one for podcasters, but SCA is closing the gap. And what happens when you go exclusive? Two Guys, One Cup achieved 32,000 downloads in February's Australian podcast ranker. It went exclusive to SCA's listener in early March, resulting in the show dropping out of the ranker entirely. One of the two podcast rankers in France has published its March figures. There's been a 10% growth in downloads year on year. Shows a savoir is number one, according to ACPM. iHeartMedia has announced a podcast network for NFT characters, if you like that sort of thing. SBS has launched the first video podcast in Australian Sign Language, or Auslan. The show, Our Deaf Ways, is a series by SBS and Deaf Australia about everyday life as a deaf person and launched today, which is Auslan Day. In the UK, daily news podcast The Smart 7 is celebrating its second anniversary with 10 million network downloads and a new show, The Smart 7 Deutsche Edition, which will launch in Germany on May the 2nd. Stephen Goldstein has been teaching an NYU course about podcasting. He learned that not everyone thinks podcasting is a road to riches, but students are incredulous that the music business has failed to figure out music licensing for podcasts. Podcast sales house Podfront UK has been nominated for Sales Team of the Year at the ALF Awards. It's also received a nomination for Best Startup. Production company Listen has also received a nomination. The awards are given on June the 15th. Adweek has launched the Adweek Podcast Network with Acast. Do branded podcasts work well for older audiences? Jar Audio suggests the data says yes, yes they do. While CNN is available on basic cable in the US, fewer than 10,000 people are using the new paid CNN Plus subscription service, reports CNBC. Axios reports that cuts are coming. The product isn't available on Android TV and only launched on Roku on Monday. And how does Wise, a fintech company which we use at PodNews, use podcast advertising? Cassandra LaPrairie is interviewed by NPR's Scott Davis at a Rain podcast business lunch today at 12 o'clock Eastern. And in People News, Courtney Holt, Spotify's global head of podcasts and new initiatives, is to leave the company. He'd worked there for four years. Julie McNamara and Max Cutler will split his responsibilities. Stephen Shanks and Michael Kropko have been made co-CEO of AdResults Media. Former CEO Marshall Williams will continue to support the company as chairman. Ariel Shapiro will be the new lead reporter for Hot Pod, a podcast industry newsletter. She joins from Forbes and from Paramount. And Gilbert Gottfried, the host of Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast, has passed away. He was 67. 
And in podcast news, that Peter Crouch podcast has joined ACAST. The first show is today. You'll have to resubscribe for this one, but you'll get much of what you've come to expect from this top-rated UK show. It's hosted by the former English Premier League footballer. He's back stronger. And we thank ACAST for their support this month. The Chaser Report has hit 3 million listens and has entered the top 30 of the Australian podcast ranker. And with excellent timing, the show's taken a two-week break just as Australia starts a federal election campaign. It's back on April the 26th. Scamfluences is new from Wondery and The Line of Fire with Ramita Navai is new today from Aura Studios, exploring what facing death and danger can teach us about humanity and the world we live in. And that's the latest from our newsletter. To read all the stories and subscribe, we're at podnews.net. Why is it so easy to fool people online? Huh. Maybe it's because we all have those moments where we're just so desperate and then someone comes along and they convince you that they have all the answers. These are the people who will do anything for influence. I know it's like difficult to believe now, but there was once a time when I was begging these reporters to write about me. I was like, please, I'm important, please. They promise you things that seem way too good to be true. It is a shocking case. A social media influencer accused of using fraud to help fund a lavish lifestyle. You know why it seems too good to be true? Because it is. A con man who swindled over $11 million by posing as a Saudi prince. Gibson has made it. Except it's all a lie. She doesn't have cancer. Never did. Often courting thousands of victims to believe that they are in love. And for running a $650 million Ponzi scheme. But tonight, we have the proof that this is a lie too. From Wondery, I'm Sachi Cole. And I'm Sarah Hagee. And this is Scamfluencers, where each week we dive into stories about the power of influence taken to an extreme. It's a show about schemers and con artists who will stop at nothing to get what they want. We'll ask, how far will someone go for money, power, and fame? And what happens when it all goes wrong? I apologize to anyone who feels like they got scammed from me. And for that, again, I am sorry. Scamfluencers premieres on April 11th on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Um, Sachi, are we even qualified to host this podcast? <sighs> Maybe this is the greatest scam of all. <laughs> the village where I was with all of the fighters was encircled by Russian tanks. And then they started bombing us with helicopter gunships. There was this massive blast. I kept screaming, is there anybody alive? And I would not hear anyone. They dragged us out and put us on our knees in a line. At this point, I knew what was going on. And I just kind of went into a very quiet place. So we tried to explain that, no, we are journalists. We are coming. They said, no, we don't care you're a journalist. The rule is simple. We'll kill you. Your head will be chopped just after four o'clock today. That is the moment, Ramita, that I felt tasted and smelled death. From Aura Studios, this is The Line of Fire with me, Ramita Navai. I've been reporting on conflicts for nearly two decades. And in this series, I speak to fellow journalists about covering war and the life-changing moments of facing death. There's no room for fear. You need that energy that will keep you alive. I promise myself this is not going to be the way I'm going to end. Never, 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 never give up. 
There's this thrill of having survived. And that's how you get hooked. To be undead was very, very confusing and left me feeling terrible for many years. And I cried. The guy next to me, he put his hand on my shoulder and said, stop. Well, whatever will happen will happen now. Just don't die before you die. The Line of Fire with Ramita Navai. A new podcast coming your way soon.